Hey, what's up, good people, and welcome to the Beard Always Wins Podcast. This is your boy, Amar Rashad, and I just want to say thank you all for uh, all the support, all the love. Uh, I know I've been gone a couple of weeks, but listen, your boy been down with the flu. The flu kind of took me out, um, and then I had like a little cold, a little nagging cough after that, and I'm pretty sure you guys didn't want to hear me coughing for uh, 25 to 35 minutes. So I thank you all for being patient. And, um, yeah, I got a really good show for you today. Um, we're going to talk about the Super Bowl signing day part two. Um, we're going to got, got, even got a little manga in there. We're going to talk about the Black Panther once again, because there's some interesting stuff going on with the Black Panther. We're also going to talk about the, uh, Blake Griffin trade. Also, um, you know, we're going to talk about, I, I got, I got an old school track and also old school, um, well, not old school track, but old school album and an old school movie that I want you guys to go check out if you haven't checked it out already. Listen, we got a great show lined up for you today, and that's The Beard Always Wins. Remember, The Beard Always Wins. Why? Because it's a movement. It's a lifestyle. Uh, but more, more importantly, it's a podcast, and you tuned in now with your boy, Amar Rashad. And uh, first and foremost, I do just want to say, you know, uh, shout out to Tanny Sweet Empire. I think you might still be able to get a couple of orders of those glammed up strawberries. Uh, those chocolate covered strawberries, uh, yogurt colored covered strawberries, whatever you want, give her a call. Um, usually it's like two weeks is what she asks for the Valentine's Day special, but she might be able to hook you up. But if you're looking for more information, just go to Tanny Sweet Empire on Instagram. That's Tanny's underscore Sweet underscore Empire, and that's you spell Tanny's T A N N Y S. Uh, just go there uh, and you can check it out. Unless I'm telling you, these are the best cakes both sides of the Mississippi. The cakes are going to look good. They're going to taste good. So check out Tanny Sweet Empire. If you're looking for her on Facebook, why, hey, Tanny Sweet Empire, just one name. Also, shout out to my boy, Mike Lane down there at Awesome Cuts. Uh, listen, chicks dig the beard, but you got to keep that thing lined up nice and manicured. So do me a favor, go on down to Awesome Cuts on 4333 Beamus Road. And just, uh, it, all of them can cut. It don't matter uh, what race you are, what kind of hair you got. Hey, they can cut. So just go down to Awesome Cuts at 4333 Beatman's Road. Also, um, hey, as always, I keep telling you guys, reading is fundamental. And get your kids into reading at an early age. And the easiest way to do that is to get them to start reading comic books. It has a narrative. They have some great art. Uh, <laughs> which is what's going to hook the kids. And, hey, right now, the one thing I can tell you right now, uh, D.C. is winning. D.C. is winning. I'm telling you right now, the doomsday clock, the doomsday clock, and that's, listen, that's the Watchmen. They've been rolled over into the D.C. universe. And right now, they are winning. Batman just did something stupid. But they're winning right now. So, hey, I don't know what to tell you other than uh, get on down to Cool Comics. So, Andre can recommend a comic for you and, and your kids too so uh yeah but anyway let's get on into this thing so right now you know we got the super bowl it's only a couple of days away we got the patriots and we got the eagles and um that's in tom brady is uh playing in his eighth super bowl and he's on pace to win six is he the greatest of all time he, i would probably uh say yeah he is the greatest of all time. Um, just look at it. The guy's 40 years old, and he's still doing it. He's still doing it. If he wins, he no doubt in my mind he eclipsed Joe Montana. He he eclipsed, uh, well, he's been past Brett Favre. Uh, he's been past Troy Aikman. 
Like, I don't know a quarterback that's close to him. Steve. It's not Steve Young. It's and, – and you know what? And the funny thing about it is that he hasn't had an all-star cast around him at all times. Yes, he's had good players. He's in a system that works. And um, and the defense has always been stellar. Yeah, I know he had Randy Moss, and they put up yards, tons of yards. But they didn't win no Super Bowl. They should have won, but they didn't win one. Um, and with that being said – We'll get back to Moss and T.O. in a minute. Um, but, yeah, so if you ask me, I would say uh, pick the Patriots. It's hard to go against Belichick and Brady. It's just hard to. And I know everybody is um, might be tired of the Patriots, same way they're tired of Bama winning. But, listen, you got two programs and two, and two organizations that's doing things the right way, and they're winning consistently. And they're being consistent. That's why they're always winning. And besides, you know, it's kind of hard to pick Nick Foles over Tom Brady. But the Eagles' defense is the truth. And if, if the Eagles are going to win, they're going to win. And, and I know the Eagles, they have Alshon Jeffrey. They got uh, Ajahi at running back. They got weapons. But, you know, Nick Foles, Tom Brady, Nick Foles, Tom Brady, I'm going to lean towards Brady. So I would tell you to pick the Patriots. Um, but I would say that the Eagles probably will cover the spread. Now, the one thing I will say is that um, Nick Foles is done in. You know, Carson Wentz went down. And that was my question. Can Nick Foles take over? And you know what? Nick Foles is doing just enough to win the game. He's not losing the game. And Nick Foles is a good quarterback. I remember when he took over for Mike Vick. And I said, well, Mike Vick is out of a job because Mike Vick was playing horrible. And um, and, and that, that that's a good segue uh, into, you know, the Hall of Fame because Hall of Fame finalists have been announced. Um, but, yeah, Mike Vick, Nick Foles took over for Mike Vick, and it's been all over. But you know what? I don't care what nobody says. You pick Tom Brady. Never bet against Belichick and Brady unless you're that's your team playing against them. And if you're a Browns fan, nah, you just never pick, never pick against yeah, let's go with the road with the Patriots, road with the Patriots. But listen, the Hall of Fame finalists have been announced, and once again, we got T.O. and Randy Moss. In my eyes, they should have won the first time, in my eyes. T.O., I know everybody's talking about the off-field stuff, but yeah, T.O., he should be in the Hall of Fame. And he, so should Randy Moss. I mean, I got a good feeling that uh, your boy uh, Ray Lewis is going to be a lock first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, but yeah, but those are the three most notable names. I think T.O., hopefully T.O. Moss get in there. Forget about the off-field drama. Just look at what they did on the field, the production. Neither one of them never won a Super Bowl. Uh, Randy Moss went to went to one, you know, and they probably should have won if it wasn't for a fluke, um, a fluke play on the Giants' uh, behalf. But, yeah, Randy Moss, T.O. should go in. Ray Lewis should go in. Brian Erlacher is probably gonna go in, and we'll see. We'll see. But it's always a good a good time of the year. And now speaking of the NFL, the one thing I will say, um, we got Kirk Cousins did not. The Redskins did not are not picking up Kirk Cousins' contract. Now Kirk Cousins for a fourth round pick, he was picked after uh, RG three, and he's turned out to be a better quarterback than RG three, but. Uh, for this four fourth round quarterback, he's made a lot of money. You know, he's been he's made seventeen million, twenty million, he made about thirty seven million over the last two years because he's been franchised. But they 
dump him and favor Alex Smith. And Alex Smith is actually one of my favorite quarterbacks. You know, he's not he he's he's an underrated athlete. He is an underrated athlete. And the one thing I can say, he's what he's done, he's gotten better. Uh when he was with San Francisco in those early years, they had a different coordinator every year. And then once Harbaugh got Harbaugh got there, uh, you know, Alex Smith was, was in it. But then again, what happened to Alex Smith was what happened to Jacob Eason. He got hurt. Kaepernick came in and took over, and Alex Smith went to KC. He's been productive. He's been winning. Not much success in the playoffs, but that's a team concept. Um, so, yeah, Alex Smith is going to Washington, and I think it's going to make Washington better. I don't think my Cowboys are going to – yeah, they, I'd rather play – Kirk Cousins than Alex Smith because Alex Smith he'll tote that thing so uh yeah and so you know on to you know we got signing day part two I'm gonna tell you right now that the, the usual suspects are atop of the uh recruiting classes in Alabama Clemson and Ohio State and they but you know right behind it you know but guess who's leading the pack it's my my dogs and my dogs they right now they can cement their number one ranking they already have 20 signees, and they might have room for five. And if those five are Tyson Campbell, who's the number one corner, Rick Sanders, that defensive tackle, oldest Reese outside linebacker, probably can play the star, which is like a hybrid linebacker uh, safety. Uh, Tremel Walther, who's the defensive tackle, and Quay Walker out of Crisp County, outside linebacker. Listen, if they nail those, if they, get, if they can get three of those five number one class just like that and since we're talking about recruiting you know hey listen one time for the home team listen we got michael barrett he's gonna he signed with michigan now michael barrett was is a three-star athlete he played quarterback at my alma mater Lowes high school go vikings once you're a plow boy you're a plow boy for life you know how that goes but um he signed with michigan um, he's gonna probably he's gonna play running back. He's five eleven, two fifteen. But he listen, he is the two time seven A player of the year. And that just if you don't have skill, that doesn't happen. In fact, he's the second two time player of the year for that for the Georgia's highest classification, and that's right behind Greg Reed. He won it twice as well. Who went on to Florida State, had a good career at Florida State. Um, but yeah, but he's going to Michigan. He's gonna play running back, and I think Michael Barrett is a underrated recruit. This guy is electrifying with the ball in his hands. I think he's going to do great things. Uh, it might take him a while, to, a little bit of time to ease into things in, at the running back spot, but I think he's going to be good. So I hope he does well up there in Michigan. Uh, I'm going to be saying go Big Blue just because, you know, one time for the home team. And then also we got Jalen Gossa, the offensive tackle. He's going to Florida State. Uh, I don't think about offensive tackles. A lot of them don't play. Offensive linemen don't play right away. And I think Jalen needs to put on a little weight. He's about 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, maybe about 260. But once he gets in that strength and conditioning, I think he's probably going to peak out around 300 pounds or a little bit more. So they're going to put the weight on him. And he's going to be all right. Just give him a couple time. Give him a little time. All right. He might redshirt this year, and it's going to be good for him. And then also you got Tavon Cowell. Now, he hasn't picked, but from what I'm hearing, it's between Iowa State, Georgia State, and West Virginia University. Listen, West Virginia is a, in, the, it's in West Virginia. Iowa State is in Iowa. Georgia State is in Atlanta. 
Now, those two are bigger programs. Um, I think he can play right away in both programs. And I think he'll be a star at Georgia State, depending if they got somebody who can throw him the ball. But we'll see. We'll see. He might lean towards Georgia State. Up-and-coming program, new program. It's in the A. A lot of things doing the A. Uh, Iowa State's far away. Virginia, West Virginia's far away. So we'll see. We will see. And uh, also, you know, hey, this is some. This is funny. Um, so Brevin White, a four-star um, quarterback out of California, picked Princeton over Alabama. That doesn't happen. I, I don't know when the last time Princeton, Princeton has ever beaten out Alabama for a recruit. But that just goes to show you that, hey, for some of these recruits, hey, education is a lot more important. Princeton is an Ivy League school, for those who don't know that. And to, to be able to get accepted to, to one of those schools, that speaks volumes. So Brevin White picks um, Alabama. And I don't know who Alabama has signed as a quarterback. They usually sign one, especially when you're looking at a tour, Tagovailoa, I cannot say that name. You know, he's going to be the – everybody's saying he's going to be the number one quarterback going into this year, and Jalen Hurts probably going to move to running back. And that would be a bad that's, – that's, that's a bad tandem in the backfield. When I say bad, I mean bad isn't good. You know, Michael Jackson bad. Uh, but I think, you know, Alabama's got to get a quarterback. They've got to get a quarterback. And I don't even know who's all on that roster, but got to get a quarterback. And we'll see. We'll see. But Alabama still has a strong class. The only, only reason why Alabama's really down is because they don't really have the slots. Um, and the one kid who got into that, uh, Makai Brown, uh, on the Alabama News, he actually left. He's going to Tennessee State. And he was a sophomore, redshirt sophomore, I think so. Not really getting a whole lot of playing time in Alabama, which that happens. You see a lot of, a lot of kids transfer out of Alabama uh, because they don't want to wait. But he's going to Tennessee State. He's going to be able to play immediately. And also um, in the world of college football, so those kids that left um, that left um, Ole Miss, Shea Patterson, Van Jefferson, I think Van Jefferson is going to do great things at Florida. I hate, we're going to have to see him twice, uh, at least once a year for the next couple of years. But um, – you know, those kids that left, they transferred. Um, they're underclassmen. So normally by NCAA rules, they're going to have to sit out. And the NCAA is not real good at uh, doing what's best for the student athlete, even though they say that. But they're not real good at doing that. Now, the thing is this, is that they, they, they're saying that they were lied to during their recruiting process as far as, you know, the sanctions. Like uh, Ole Miss has another bowl game. Uh, and this is the second season that they've been banned, they have a bowl game banned. And so um, they transferred out. And so they're waiver, they're petitioning the NCAA for waivers. Um, how it works out, I don't know. But I do I do think that um, – but they had they, they knew there were sanctions coming down, but they didn't know it was going to be this bad. They said the coaching staff just didn't tell the truth and they weren't forthcoming. So they transferred. And – I think they should be able to play. You know, I really think they should be able to play. I say do what's best for the student athlete um, at all times. Like in the Army, we just say, hey, let's do, do what's best for the soldier. What's in the best interest of the soldier? In this case, what's in the best interest of these students, athletes? They were lied. They were told a half-truth. And uh, they were, excuse me, they were lied to, and they were told a half-truth. So, yeah, they need to um, go ahead and let them play. 
And if Shea Patterson goes to Michigan, you know, if he's able to play, he's going to win that job because Michigan was really just a quarterback away. You know, they weren't as bad as uh, they are. But Harbaugh was kind of quiet this year, which is always a good thing. But listen, on to some of my favorite things my, is uh, manga. And um, now, One Piece, is, it seems like we've been a whole cake island for a year. But it also, when I look back, hindsight is 2020. Uh, we were in Dressrosa for a little over a year. And Oda kind of likes to drag things out. But right now, I think the, the end of Whole Cake Island is coming soon. So it could be maybe around March, the end of March when we get out of Whole Cake Island. But it's really good. This last episode of One Piece 893 uh, was really, really good. Luffy versus Category. Um it was, it, it, it was a, I can't wait till it's animated. I can't wait. That's one fight that I cannot wait until it's being animated. I think you're going to like it. If So I keep telling you guys, like, manga, a lot of people look say, man, those Japanese cartoons, Japanese comic books. Listen, they are good. They have a coherent storyline. There's no reboots. Like, the one thing about Marvel and DC, you know, those um, those those type of comics, a lot of times they get rebooted. They get retcon, you know. Um, but not in manga too much. You have one story, the story goes for a couple of years, and then One Piece case is like 21 years, over 20, you know, that has been going on. And but it's one coherent story from start to finish, and they're not retconning anything. Um, also, like in the world of anime, Dragon Ball Super, uh, this tournament of power has been a pleasant surprise. It has been a pleasant surprise. I'm enjoying it. I really am. I really am. I wish they would bring back Super Saiyan 3, but, hey, they, well, they brought it back, but it's not really as, you know, cool as I remember. They got Super Saiyan Blue, but, in all in the Ultra Instinct, and Vegeta, you know, he just might unlock Ultra Instinct. Goku already has, and Vegeta's always lagging a little bit behind, but, yeah, Dragon Ball Superman is good. It's really good. That's something that I would say, hey, bench watch it. Um, also, um, Seven Deadly Sins, which is on Netflix. Now, here's the thing about Seven Deadly Sins. I've never really watched it from start to finish. You know, I've, well, I, I watch a couple episodes, put it down, watch a couple. But the manga is actually really good. It's on the second season in Netflix. But where it's at right now, it's actually really, really, really good. So it's going to. I just happened to look at the read the last maybe five or six episode uh, chapters, so I'm think I'm gonna go back and just binge read it um, one one day when I'm at one of these doctor's appointments. Um, and also, Hunter Hunter Hunter, which is by far my favorite anime of all time. Hunter Hunter is the manga. On the other hand, while it's good, because but it's just not he's this author is just not consistent. I think the last chapter of Hunter Hunter was released back in September, October maybe. He released two or three chapters in a row. I got excited and then nothing until now. So I don't know what the deal is with him, but um he's married to the creator Sailor Moon, so he doesn't really need any money. Now um but Hunter Hunter these last few chapters that I remember have been extremely wordy, meaning that, hey, I need action. I need more action. Too many words. Come on, let's start fighting. Let's start fighting. So, um, 
But anyway, now on the news, like I keep telling you guys, Black Panther is coming out, and I cannot wait for Black Panther. I think it's going to be the best Marvel movie ever, um, and it's coming out February the 16th. But the one thing about it is that, you know, um, there's been some haters, some DC fanboys, um, and they, they've, they've got this hashtag going on, uh, DC over Marvel and down with Disney because, you know, Disney owns the MCU. And I think that is a great thing. I, I think that's a great thing. But right now they're saying they're trying to get the Black Panther. You know, they're saying, hey, let's put these rotten, bad Rotten Tomato reviews and whatnot. But I'm going to tell you right now, Black this Black Panther movie is it's, looks amazing. And I can't wait to see it. My wife... Uh, I told my wife we want to go, so we're going to see this movie. You know, a lot of times we don't, a lot of times me and my wife will wait. Um, but we're going to see this movie. And there's a concert, some kind of thing, uh, Donnell Jones, and I like Donnell Jones and Silk, but I really want to see Wakanda. Hashtag Wakanda forever. I really want to see Wakanda. I want to see the Black Panther. I want to see this movie. Why? Because it's going to set up the Avengers Infinity War, which is going to be amazing, too. It's going to be all types of, all types of awesome. But, yeah, they're trying to, they got this, this, um, they have this agenda going, trying to, and listen, let me tell you something. If it's not Batman, then DC has failed. Suicide Squad was a bad movie the issue with suicide squad was that the characters were kind of you know will smith playing deadshot deadshot's not really a good guy and will smith didn't, didn't play a good villain even though he did good acting uh harley quinn in that movie was kind of over the top there was like a lot of fanboying for that and the villain was just op too overpowered for those characters to handle um and then, you know, you, you look at, well, now Wonder Woman was good. Wonder Woman was one of the better movies last year. I will admit that. But Batman v Superman, um, that was horrible. That it wasn't horrible. It was just long and it, it was just mediocre. And the Justice League, it just seemed like it needed about 30 more minutes. So we'll see what's going what's gonna to happen. But right now I can tell you. Because I think DC has an Aquaman movie. And the thing is, like, Aquaman is actually a, a, a very good character. He is, Aquaman is actually dope. Don't don't believe the hype. Don't forget about the uh, Super Friends. Or what, I don't know what it was, that DC uh, animated film where he's just riding on the seahorse talking to animals. No, Aquaman is actually dope. Arthur Curry is dope. And uh, I, I suggest everybody go pick up Aquaman. You know, DC Rebirth is really, really good. Um, now, the one thing I do want to say is that, you know, the soundtrack for Black Panther, Kendrick Lamar, man, I don't know what to tell you. Like, it's it's awesome. It's awesome. And, um, yeah, so Black Panther, forget the hashtags and everything. Forget, even if they get a bad Rotten Tomatoes score, forget it. Because I'm about to talk about one of my favorite movies right now. And it got bad. It was by the credits. It was only got fifty percent, and uh, that movie's Higher Learning. The Higher Learning was released in nineteen ninety five. It was written and directed by John Singleton. It was his third film um, after um, 
Poetic Justice, which was preceded by Boys in the Hood. And listen, Boys in the Hood is awesome. Still one of my favorite movies. And um, Poetic Justice is good. I think more. It's it's a good movie. That's with Tupac and Janet Jackson. But the one thing I'll say, Higher Learning, I like it better than both of those. And it had an all-star cast. An all-star cast. Like, just listen who's in this. Omar Epps, Michael Rappaport, Tyra Banks, Jennifer Connelly, Ice Cube, Buster Rhymes, Cole Hauser, Chrissy Swanson, Adam Goldberg, Alicia Silverstone. I think she's in that movie. She's in, she's listed, but I don't remember seeing her that much. Uh, Regina King. I mean, this movie is dope. This is like one of the best movies. And I remember I was a freshman and I went to go see this movie. And and I remember I had to get the soundtrack. The soundtrack had that um, All I Ask of You from Raphael Sadiq. And, but the movie is good. It's, they say it's supposed to be, it's at Columbus University. It's supposed to be uh, uh, USC. Um, but I don't know what what the setting is supposed to be. But it's just these kids at the college, they all come to this college. And they're showing these different lifestyles, you know, these different angles. And for a film that was made, what, 22 years ago, almost coming up on 23 years. Man, I watched this movie not too long ago. And I couldn't really believe what the critics said about it. But I watched the movie. I'm like, man, this movie is good. This is a good movie. And, yeah, higher learning. You've got to go see higher learning. In fact, I think Michael Rappaport deserves an Oscar. He should have gotten an Oscar nod for the best supporting cast, best supporting actor. I think so for this movie because he played the hell out of Remy. I'm for it. And I like rap, Michael Rappaport. I follow him on Instagram, and he's funny. His podcast is hilarious. The I Am Rappaport podcast, that is hilarious. So go listen to it. And um, he, he should have got, got an Oscar for that. He should have at least got a nomination. Um, you know, like Lawrence Fishburne's in it. Man, these, they had good actors in this. Alicia Silverstone, Jennifer Connelly, Cole Hauser. Like, these are good actors. These are really, really good actors, and I really think that it should have at least a seventy-five. The, you know, the, the fans give it, gave it a good thing, and that's what really matters. This, this is what I say: film, film critics, they, they're too into themselves, right? Because, because they gave, they think Titanic's one of the best movies ever made. I think it's horrible. That's just my opinion. Everybody's a critic. And I don't know what makes a film critic. I, I, that's something I should have been. I should have been a film critic. But it's not too late. Y'all keep listening and liking this podcast. And y'all give me these five stars ratings. Hey, they might. I might be on Entertainment Weekly. And telling them, nope, this movie sucks. Because there's a new Fifty Shades movie coming out. And let me tell you, the first Fifty Shades sucked. The second Fifty, uh, 50 Shades sucked even more. And this here is going to be like a, a $5 call girl on fight night in Vegas, that's how bad this next Fifty Shades of Grey is gonna suck. So, but they think these are good movies. I don't, but they keep getting green, green lighted, and we're just not getting a Black Panther movie. But anyway, back to higher learning. I'm sorry, I wanted a little rant. Higher learning is it's 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 one of the best movies of our generation. Yeah, some people are gonna disagree with me disagree with me i get it but still higher learning
check it out higher learning you got you you got to check that out and so um speaking of soundtracks and everything that's a, that's a good one but your old school track of the day uh what i want you to go check out is that young jeezy trap or die trap or die was like when that came out in 2004 2005 man i mean from the production to the wordplay i mean got my boy bun b on there I think Jay-Z's on one of those tracks. You know, Trap or Die is like the soundtrack to Georgia, to 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 the South. You know, Young Jeezy. That's what I'm talking about. Like, if you, and that's what, man, it's what, almost 13 years ago since Trap or Die was released. Hey, and I still ride to it today. And that brings me up to, to another thing. I was thinking about something, and uh, I want to thank uh, Kev on stage, one of those. Uh, he's, he's a comedian. You catch my all-deaf digital. Uh, he was talking about R&B music. And, you know, I, I agree with, with Kev. I think eight, late 80s and 90s R&B is some of the best music you could possibly listen to. Like, today's R&B is kind of like, eh. You know, the last R&B um album that i listened to and actually liked uh might be from trey songs um the one with the neighbors know my name and everything that one there that was back in like 2008 so it's been a while since the r&b that i can just think of top of my head that the r&b album came out that i really really just really really enjoyed but you know what though hey i I'm 40 years old. I'll be 40 years old this 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 year, and um, September the 5th. So look, I take gifts from from September the 5th through the 5th. So, but um, yeah, I'll be 40 years old, and yeah, I'm an old man that just likes this old music, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I like Hendrix. I like Red Hot Chili. I like a lot of stuff. Red Hot Chili Peppers. It's just not. Um, 80s music. I, I still think like New Edition is like my favorite group. Yeah, Boys and Men were cool, but yeah, New Edition is like my favorite group. But that's another podcast for another day. I could talk about that that part all day. And um, now, oh, one other thing. Um, now, now, new music that came out like the, the Migos Culture too. I got a chance to listen to it, and I, and I won't even. I can't lie. It's pretty good. It's pretty dope. I listened to like three or four songs. I like all three or four songs. Except for Ice Tray. I'm lying. I didn't like Ice Tray. Ice Tray was whack. But, you know, the Stir Fry song, I like that. I like that one. You know, and, uh, yeah, so the Migos, the culture, too. Listen, Migos' culture was um, was surprisingly good to me. So the Migos, they keep doing it. They keep putting in work. They keep releasing it. Um, how long it's going to last? I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, Migos Culture too. Yeah, you gotta pick one up. Pick that one up. I think you'll like it. Like I said, I've only listened to a couple of songs on it, but they were dope. They were good. Um, so, with that being said, uh, we're gonna bring this podcast to an end. Uh, I really just want to say, hey, I'm on iTunes, um, Google Play, and it's all because of you guys. You guys. Listen to it. I was able to get published on iTunes. I was able to get get this podcast on Google Play. And I just want to say, you guys, thank you. So continue to like and share it. Uh, continue to give me those five-star ratings. Leave a comment. Tell me if it's awesome. Tell me if it's trash. Even if you, if you say it's trash, I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to try to make it better. And um, 
yeah, every time we're going to get better and better and better. And this is going to be the best podcast ever. That's what I'm trying to do. That's what I'm trying to do. Um, now, one thing I will tell you guys, so uh, the Three Brothers podcast, we're going to do another one this weekend. And so that should be up Monday. And uh, we're going to do a pre-Super Bowl. And then mo- Monday or Tuesday, we're going to do a post-Super Bowl. So, and it's going to be Three Brothers. And you know how that one goes. That one goes a little long. That can be like about an hour. That can be about an hour. But, hey, we'll see. So, you know, you get to hear Ryan and Vashon. They get on here. And, yeah, we just kind of go from there. But, man, Black Panther, exactly 14 days away, exactly two weeks. I'm stoked. I'm excited. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. And also, before I go, a couple, couple things I want you to check out. You know, last week, last time I was on, I told you to check out Flimlo Raps. Um, and he's still doing it. Like, that's something I've been watching. I think I watched them all. I'm trying not to. I, I like to binge watch those things, but a couple of things, especially if you're in the manga um, and anime. Tell you go, Story Seven Mage, um, Forever World is good, and uh, Rogers Base, really, really good. But also comics, and some of my favorite things to watch on YouTube by far. If it's not Flimlo Raps, it's Rob Explained that Comics Explained. I keep telling you we read comics and everything, but if you don't ever make it down there united by the house you can't go to cool comics don't really know where to go get comics from hey just sit back chair relax go to comics explain and you and just push play just push play and it's it's good it's good so um with that being said guys and don't forget hey listen hit my girl up tanny at tanny sweet empire that's t-a-n-n-y s underscore sweet underscore Empire. I'm telling you right now. Ask her to make you a Black Panther cake. And to act and see if she can you got fourteen days. Hey, say, hey Tanny, can you make me a Black Panther cake? Send her a picture, she'll make that cake for you. It's gonna look awesome, it's gonna taste awesome, and you can cut the cake as you you know, go into the right before you go into the theaters, when you come out the theaters and you get your Black Panther cake. Tanny, Tanny, I'm I might need a Black Panther cake because I think this is gonna be good. Is that good that it deserves its own cake? And also, I got two two special messages for you, so that you can take away from this. And it's not Black Panther or anything. I saw this on uh, Instagram or something like that, and it says oatmeal is better than no meal. Basically, what's that saying? Hey, it's appreciate what you got, because what you got is enough right now. And um, the other one is never lose your nest. I got that from you, me, and Debris. My good friend Aunt Andrew said that it's not a, um, he didn't like that movie that much. He was like, man, nah. but yeah, you can't lose your nest. Meaning that, hey, what makes you you is that you, is, is you never lose that, never lose your smile. And remember, you got another day. You woke up this morning, you're blessed. That means that you're blessed and you're going to have a better, you got another chance to be better today than you were yesterday. And so with that being said, we're wrapping this podcast up. Thanks for listening. Go to iTunes, like, subscribe, give me a rating, leave a comment, share it with your friends. You can find me, The Beard Always Wins, on Twitter at Rashad underscore Armand. That's R-A-S-H-A-D underscore A-R-M-O-N-D. Or just search Twitter, The Beard Always Wins. And... You can find me on Instagram at Armand underscore Rashad. That's A-R-M-O-N-D underscore 
Rashad. And yeah, so with that being said, you can find me on Facebook at I'm, at I'm Ron Rashad. If you want me to talk about something, you got any special topics, leave it, leave a comment. Trust me, I will respond. This is for you, the fans. Like I'm telling you, listeners have doubled since I first started this thing, and I'm so excited, and I'm so thankful, and I'm so grateful for you guys. And with that being said, may the force be with you. May the eyes always be in your favor. Live long and prosper. Stay golden, pony boy. And as always, go dogs. Y'all be blessed. This your boy, Amar Rashad. The beard always wins. It's a movement. It's a lifestyle. But more importantly, it's a podcast. Thanks for listening.